0: welcome to the View from the Ninian. I'm Scott Salter and today we're going to be previewing Cardiff City's upcoming home game against Brighton and Hove Albion. Joining me today is fellow View from the Ninian contributor Beth and Phillips. Hello Beth.
1: Hi Scott, okay?
0: Yeah, how's it going?
1: Yeah, not bad thanks. You know, it was a big game on Saturday, home game as well so, you know, fingers crossed we'll be going for them three points and want to make sure that we we make the most of another home fixture and, uh, you know, get some more points on the board.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, Quickly, looking back at the last home game against Leicester, obviously the circumstances, it was a really tough game and it it was emotional for not only the Leicester players, fans and staff, but also for everyone involved in Cardiff City as well. Um, Were you at the game? What were your thoughts on, on, on the game?
1: Yeah, I I was there, you know, and it was a really emotional day, actually. You could tell that both sets of fans uh, gave Vichai the respect that he he deserved and, you know, a very well-respected minute silence before the game. But I think that the occasion got to us, to be honest. um, We we didn't look as composed as we have Mm -hmm. done normally. I mean, I think... I think it was going to be a very difficult game for any opposition that was facing Leicester after the, the very tragic circumstances I should add. But mm. they certainly had fuel will to their you know, they they a game plan and they wanted to make sure that um that they, they got the three points and did what they, they had to do on the pitch, which unfortunately they did.
0: Yeah, and I think it's important to remember obviously that Leicester City are a very good side. Obviously, um it was sort of special circumstances, but they've got an awful lot of good players and I don't think we should be uh, ashamed or disappointed to to lose to them. But obviously, you know, we, we always want three points and, and we need those points to stay in the division. Um, on that point, obviously looking forward to the Brighton game. Is this a must win?
1: I think so, to be honest. Purely on the fact that if you look at Brighton's home record so far this season, they've beaten... Manchester United. They've had away draws at Fulham. They, they've beaten Wolves. This is a team that have picked up points at home, and we should really be looking at what they've they've done. They're in, in 12th place now. We need the points, um, and they they've beaten Newcastle away. All of the teams around us they've managed to to get points against. So I think they'll certainly be looking for. For points themselves this weekend but it's important that we make the Cardiff City Stadium as we know we can make it a fortress and must win and, and let's you know get some confidence back back up with us and um, and fingers crossed
0: yeah and also you mentioned there about the Cardiff City Stadium and the atmosphere so far this season it's been incredible every single game and you know you sit very near me so I know that you're a, a big part of that which cheering, cheering the boys on all the time um how important has the atmosphere been this year obviously spurring on the boys
1: It's been really special actually uh first and foremost I should add the the last time we came up to the Premier League we didn't have the same atmosphere with the rebrand it's just been absolutely amazing so far even Harry Arthur you know took to Twitter a lot of the Cardiff players seem to really appreciate um the, the fans and um the the atmosphere that we we create Neil Warnock has commented on it as well away fans, so I think making our home home ground a fortress is really important and I, I'm really proud of, of uh of the Cardiff fan base to be honest. I mean the atmosphere we create at times is is just fantastic and, and long may it continue for the rest of the season.
0: Yeah, and I think that obviously back in the Indian Park days we we were famous for those sort of hostile atmospheres and, and not being a very good place for, for opposition fans to come. And I think we've probably not seen that in the Cardiff City season, but this season's been the closest to the levels of, of that frosty and and passion and, um, you know, real support putting put behind the boys.
1: Yeah, d- definitely. You're right. I think you can't recreate uh, the Ninian Park days in the Bob Bag, you know, and sure. uh, uh, it, it's just fantastic. But at the same time, you're right to say that this is the closest we've come to recreating that type of atmosphere at the Cardiff City Stadium. Obviously, at first it was a bigger stadium, so there's more seats to fill. But the passion is really there this season, and and everyone is City as one, as as you know our club motto is, and really enjoying it and, and making sure that our voices are heard, and we make it uh, difficult for the the opposition to to come to the capital of Wales. So.
0: Yeah, you mentioned Harry Arth a few minutes ago being that he'd commented on how impressed he was with the atmosphere. First of all, I mean, what a signing he's been and what a difference he's made to the centre of the pitch and how different a picture he might have looked if he and Camarasa and hadn't signed on deadline day. Obviously, he's missing for this game with, with suspension. Um, how big a loss will he be?
1: Oh, I think it's going to be a massive loss. Uh, he, as, as you said, he's been fantastic in the centre of the park. Cardiff fans love a player that will go in for a tackle sometimes he mistimes them and you know with certainly perhaps he could work on his discipline but he really gives it his all and you're right he's very very important in the centre of the field there so he's going to be a huge miss but also because of his his experience in the premier league uh he's often composed fellow teammates so far this season so fingers crossed you know we'll we'll we we'll manage to to crack on without him um on saturday
0: yeah, and I think Joe Rolls is back for this game. Am I right in saying that?
1: Uh, yes, we're, we're hoping so. Anyway, um, so uh, I, I've seen the news earlier. So fingers crossed. If if he is fit and able yeah. to be back, that's going to be a huge, huge bonus for us.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he will, because I think that um, with Art and Missing, we're we're quite light in in the centre of the park, and I'm not sure that. Look to Moore for, for all his effort. I'm not sure he's quite sort of Premier League standard. So I think that Warnock will, will favour bringing uh, Rawls back in. Um, one stat that, that I read today that, that particularly interests me was in 11 games that we've played so far this season, Cardiff have conceded the opening goal eight times. And that's, along with Fulham, the most in the Premier League. How uh, can we stop yeah. that? That's obviously a really not a great stat to have. And why why do we keep conceding first?
1: Yeah, that that is a very interesting start. I've not I've not heard that until until now. So we need to make sure that we are solid in defence from from the get go. Fans get behind the players, and I think obviously we create such an atmosphere at the Carra City Stadium that players need to get used to that atmosphere and keep composed, keep focused, and get the ball at the pitch and and try and get the ball in the back of the net. Because yes, we've conceded, but I think another issue that we've got is actually putting the ball in the back of the net. Mm-hmm. So um, it's going to be a big, I think it's going to be a big game for the likes of Bobby Reed, Josh yeah. Murphy. Um, obviously, Kenneth O'Hara has been ruled out. I know that some fans would have liked to see him start and see what impact he could make. And it, it could have been good for his confidence, but this is going to be a big game for the likes of Murphy cameras, who we now know can take a great free kick. Yes. Maybe Palmer tries to get that bicycle kick in uh, again. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it's, it, they're the players for me that um, I think would, would cause an impact. Callum Patterson, of course. But we do need to be wary that Glen Murray has, uh, has scored six goals so far this season. So he certainly mm-hmm. went for well for Brighton.
0: Yeah. Finally, Beth, uh, what's your score prediction for Saturday?
1: Every time this season that I've said 2-1, um, I've been wrong. So I think I'm going to avoid that one now. <laughs> um, I'm going to go for, for 2-0, Cardiff City. I know that's an optimistic one, but we've got to keep our heads high. And I know that all of the Bluebirds will make the Cardiff City Stadium a great atmosphere on Saturday. We'll get behind the boys and, you know, let's, uh, let's try and get that, get that win. With a 12.30 kickoff, let's not forget. So if we are to get three points at lunchtime, it's going to put a lot of pressure on the other teams around us. So we can really set the precedent for the weekend and come on, Cardiff!
0: Perfect. Well, fingers crossed that that score prediction just comes true.
1: Yes. No, if that, if that's a loss, nice, nice, thanks a lot, Scott. Cheers. Thanks, Beth.
0: Joining me today to give the Brighton Hove Albion point of view is Adam Stenning. Adam's a Brighton season ticket holder and a Brighton columnist for vavel.com. dot com. Hi, Adam. Hi. How are you? Yeah, I'm well. Thanks. How are you? Yes, I'm very good. Thank you. Good. Good. So. Uh, Cardiff Brighton it's 12.30 on Saturday it's on Sky Sports um, neither team have particularly managed to score too many goals this season so I'm not sure the uh, Sky Sports customers are going to be in for a, a particular goal fest but yeah. are you looking forward to the game?
2: Yeah no I certainly am I mean you know we started off a bit shaky obviously we had, we've had had a tough start obviously we've had you know the likes of Liverpool and United and you know City so um, it's been a tough start for us but you know with those three wins we had in the last four game, you know, the three wins on the bounce, it was it's sort of given us a bit, given the fans a bit more confidence and mm-hmm. you know to kickstart our season again. So it's sort of, you know, it was a bit disappointing to lose at Everton last week, but you know, I, you know, we still played well. It was just a couple of little like mistakes and the fact that Everton were slightly better than us, you know, with the quality they yeah. had. So, Both, so, yeah.
0: you mentioned those three wins, they came against Wolves, Newcastle, and West Ham. Those are the type yeah. of teams that you, you need to beat, you know, to stay in the Premier League. So they're yeah. going to be really key for survival. Yeah. Overall, how have you rated your season so far?
2: I think it's been, I'd say it's been excellent so far. I mean, as I said, we've had the likes of United and that, but we beat United at home. You know, Liverpool away always is going to be a tough one because Anfield's always a tough place to go. And I mean, yeah. Liverpool, uh, you know, with that front three and that, if they turn up, you know, that it I mean we made one mistake and they scored but apart from that we didn't do an awful lot wrong against them and City obviously you know City are just you know running away with things yeah. at the moment you know I mean they beat Southampton 6-1 so I mean 2 nil actually looks like a great score line for us so yes, yeah, so there so so yeah so um overall I'd say it's been excellent I mean you know we've had you know especially at home we're so strong so I mean but to break that duck away from home with that win against Newcastle nearly a year without a win so you know get that win has given us a bit more confidence away from home as well we started playing a bit more a bit more confidently away from home
0: yeah why on that point obviously you're targeting your second away uh Premier League win in 20 games why do you yeah. think you've struggled on the road
2: I think the problem is Hewton tends to sort of set up more defensively away from home because he wants to try and sort of shut a team out and you know whereas at home he tends to go a bit more attacking so you'll see the likes maybe of you know he might tend to change for away games the likes of you know your hand bash or his queer for maybe a more defensive option in the likes of maybe march or knockout that might give you slightly more cover in terms of defensively they'll track back slightly more but okay. i mean so far this season he has tended to he's in the last few games, he's tended to gone with his Kiedo and Yehambash. So, I mean, I don't know. I think this season he's been a bit more attacking, but I don't know certainly last season we, were, we certainly sat off a bit and invited pressure on ourselves. And then when we started conceding, then we started playing our football. But the problem was sometimes it was too late because we were two or three down. So you couldn't really get much out of the game from there. So. Yeah. You so, mentioned yeah.
0: to your hand match then that obviously you spent a lot of money in the summer on him, the likes of yeah. Montoya, Basuma, and all making high profile moves. How have those yeah. new players settled and and can you see the difference that spending that money has made to the side?
2: Yeah, I th- think it certainly helped. I mean, obviously Montoya is a Champions League winner, so that's to put that sort of pedigree into your team for such yeah. a for, for just five million as well, it was a no brainer really. So I mean he's he's done really well. I mean he's at the moment now, injured, he's picked up a knock. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but he hasn't featured in the last few games. So Bruno's come back in and done a great job at his age. Um Bash has been uh, sort of slowly sort of blooded into the team um, because obviously he's had that change from the Dutch football and that because Dutch football is so different to the English game. It's, um, it's certainly been a step, I'd say a step up in a way because obviously... I'd say the era Eredivisie is not quite as good quality as the Premier League. So he no. sort of had to step up and work out how to play against Premier League sides. But I mean, he's he's looked very good. I mean, again, he's going to be out Saturday because he's picked up this hamstring strain in the defeat over Everton. But he looks a very sort of positive player and he, he's very confident. He just picks up the ball. And if, if he's got a chance to shoot, he'll shoot. Even if it's like 30 yards out, he'll, he'll have a go, which is what, what we like to see. I mean, the other... Bissouma has sort of started off very well but has sort of fizzled out a bit. He's um, He's been used more as a sort of impact player now because we thought when Gross got injured he was going to go into that number 10 role but Solly March has stepped into that number 10 role and done such a great job um, and Bissouma has sort of, I don't know, he's gone a bit sort of downhill, he's been a bit more wasteful in possession whereas okay. earlier in the season he drive at players and that but now he's sort of getting a bit greedy on the ball in that sort of sense so um, so yeah so he sort of fizzled out a bit but he's sort of now just more a come on and make an impact sort of player and then if he does I reckon he'll get himself back into the side but okay. then Balogun who's one of the other signings he has struggled because obviously Duffy and Dunk are, you know, are the main centre half partnership <laughs> so he was always going to be sort of a backup option but he did well when he came in. He came in for the Man United game when Dunk got injured, and he came on for him. And he did really well against Lukaku. He, you know, he sort of used his experience and his pace to get in front of Lukaku and stop Lukaku actually doing any damage to us, which was which was really good. And he sort of froze himself about. I mean, I remember watching the Liverpool game, and he threw himself into a tackle against James Milner, and it was a <laughs> it was a rash challenge, but I mean, it was it was it's great. It's... It shows the sort of intent that he's he's not going to muck about he's going to yeah. go in and take which is exactly what we need so, so yeah, on the whole I'd say all the signings have been pretty positive so far
0: cool. and on look forward to Saturday's game um, where do you think the game we won and lost
2: I think the game for us will probably be won if the likes of Izquierdo, Knockart and Murray turn up if they're all on their form I'd say Cardiff are going to have a very tough afternoon on their hands because I mean if murray plays like he has against the lights of wolves um and man united and west ham he will be a handful for that defense because he's he's just got that knack of being in the right place at the right time and scoring mm-hmm. goals and even at his age he'll run about the work rate he puts in as well is incredible he's you know still at 35 years of age he's tearing around the pitch i mean he's not the quickest but he'll still you know he knows when to go in for tackles and when yeah. to when to conserve his energy and sort of not just run about and waste all his energy. Um and obviously Izquierdo and Nockart are you know, very can be very damaging with their sort of pace and skill if they get going, but Nockhart's sort of one of those players, if he's not on his game, then he'll tend to have a strop and that so that could uh it just really depends how those three turn up, because if those three turn up, you know, as I say, is gonna have a very tough afternoon on their hands. I mean if it could be one. It could be lost if, if like I said, we do what we have been doing away from home last season, especially where we sort of give, uh, sit back and give you chance to, you know, play your football, mm-hmm. and especially with the likes of you know, um, Josh Murphy and Bobby Reed and people like that, they could cause us real problems if we start letting you play your football. So. So that, that's where it could be lost if we sort of start sitting off and letting you play your football. Because especially with you being at home, you're going to have a home crowd behind you. So mm-hmm. it's, certainly, it's certainly one we don't really want to be doing. But I'm hoping if, he, if he's got the likes of his Kiedo and knockout starting and that, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a more attacking sort of start to the game and we can get at you early on. But as I say, that's where it could be lost if we sort of sit back and let you um, attack us. Yeah. Play.
0: Finally, Adam, uh, what's your
2: score prediction? Um I said on my previews it was gonna be a tight game and but I just think that if we turn up we're gonna have a bit too much for Cardiff, so I'm gonna go for a three one Brighton win. But that's that's a bit optimistic. I mean <laughs> I'd settle for a one nil to be honest. As long as we win, I'm fine with that or get something out of the game. A draw even a one all draw would be lovely, but I mean I'd I'd go for the three one and go yeah. for a Murray Brace, I reckon, as well. Bold prediction.
0: Well, thank you very much for joining us, Adam.
2: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening to the preview from the Ninian. To find more content like this, you can visit viewfromtheninian.com. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, and now on YouTube. So go and check us out. Come on, city.